Hi there, it's Leanne, Dr. Benedetti, and welcome to the podcast, Veterinary Medicine Unscripted. This is a series that focuses on timely topics, experiences, and adventures in veterinary medicine from my unique perspective. The goal is to shine a light on the dark, difficult things with a little bit of humor. Let's make some room for curiosity, awareness, and advancement towards health and happiness. Let's live veterinary life unscripted and see what happens. Hey, my name is Leanne and I am a veterinarian and a certified coach. I have been a veterinarian for 24 years. I have worked in most aspects of veterinary practice And I have certainly felt a lot of the things that our profession struggles with. And most recently, with my coach training, I have actually found out how to find joy and find joy in being a veterinarian again. There were two times in my career when I lost that and I thought that being a veterinarian had broken me. Turns out I just did not have the skills that many of us don't have, that we don't get taught in school, to navigate through all of the things that we're faced every day. And that is a lot of stuff. I'm 100% aware that we are faced with a ton of challenges every day on a normal day. And I'm also pretty sure that none of us have worked through a global pandemic before and had to make decisions like we're having to make currently for ourselves and our business and our team and our families. So I was compelled to talk today because I have been wanting to find a way to try and support the profession, try and support the human beings that work in this profession, even though most of us don't think of ourselves on a normal day as human beings. Um, And this COVID-19 virus has necessitated a fast forward of that for me. Um, We already have all of the catchphrases of compassion fatigue, burnout, um, unprecedented stress and anxiety, and in the worst case scenario, suicide rates um, that most professions have not experienced to date. And I fear that this pandemic is going to definitely make things worse for us, um, as business will probably be very challenging and certainly much more difficult. And from an emotional standpoint, I am myself having difficulty navigating through the feelings that uh, 
seem to come up for everybody on a daily basis. Um, these kind of situations bring out the worst in people and they bring out the best in people. And those people are ourselves, our team members, our clients, the people we do business with, the people in our community. And it is really easy to judge people based on what they decide to do and how they decide to do it. I know that that is going to bring up a lot of emotions and I am the master at ignoring those emotions and boxing them up and putting them on a shelf. And I am here to tell you that if you do that, things are not going to go well for you. It may be okay temporarily, and it may be okay for the short term. But over time, what will happen is those emotions will be held on to and become bigger and bigger um, on that shelf. And in my personal experience anyway, that comes out as trauma, that comes out as pain, that comes out as suffering, that comes out as emotional suffering, even though we don't necessarily think of it that way. I have been really lucky to have found a lot of different supports in my world, and um, I'm hoping to share at least some of the skills with you that bring me that strength and help me be uh, resilient, especially in difficult times like these. The first thing is that on a normal day, we deal with strong emotions every day. Strong emotions like pain and grief and excitement and happiness and joy and suffering and guilt and fear and the unknown um, and that is all magnified by at least a hundred if not a thousand at this point for everybody us as individuals, our teammates, our clients. Um, and that can come out as conflict and that can feel like conflict. And what it comes down to for me is that these strong emotions are going to stay with people. People aren't necessarily going to remember the details of what happened. People aren't going to necessarily remember who did what or who said what or who didn't do what or who didn't say what. They are going to remember, though, how they felt. They're going to remember how they felt when they were talking to somebody. They are going to remember how it felt when their 
grocery store shelves were empty or their veterinary office was closed or they didn't get the help that they needed or somebody went above and beyond for them to try and help them out. And that is a double-edged sword. That is both difficult. It's difficult to go above and beyond and often put other people and other things and your personal safety at risk in order to do that. And it's difficult not to do that and draw clear boundaries and not be judged and not judge yourself. So there's three things that I think can help here, actually four. One is trying to take a true dialectical approach. And what that means is truly believing that both truly believing that two opposite things can be true at the same time. That's right, two opposite things, two opposing theories, two opposing opinions, two opposing beliefs can be true at the same time. Between people and in our own mind and in our own self. And what that means to me is that the world can be in chaos and I can be happy. It looks like we can be put in impossible situations every day and have to work under conditions that nobody wants to work under. And be safe and emotionally healthy while we do it. So that's number one. I challenge you to say to yourself that two opposing beliefs can be true. Two opposing emotions can exist at the same time. I can be scared and I can be happy. I can be anxious about the future and I can experience joy at least three times today. I can appreciate the moments where I can be gracious and grateful and mindful and accumulate positives. And it can be hard to find those moments. The next concept that I think is worthwhile is a concept that is taken from positive psychology and dialectical behavioral skills. 
and that is the concept of the wise mind. The wise mind is a mind that meets an emotional response and an analytical response in the middle. The analytical left-brained, science-based, process-based, fact-based, detail-oriented brain, when used appropriately, is healthy. When overused, is a problem. Similarly, emotions exist. Emotions are going to happen. Emotions are going to be felt in response to every circumstance. And they're going to be heightened at this point. And we need to feel them. We need to observe them. And we need to give ourselves permission to do that. And then... We need to take the information that we get from our emotions and we need to take the information that we get from the analytical side of our brain and come to our wise mind, which as I understand it within myself is where I can do what I need to do from a place of authenticity and integrity. So finding your wise mind, using your wise mind, knowing and being in touch with your emotions and knowing when your emotions are running away with you and balancing that against the left-brained analytical fact-based, science-based doctor brain that exists to find that wise mind place is one thing that I have found to be super valuable. It's also very tiring. So that is often a challenge every day, again, on a normal day, being a veterinarian. And with all of the extra challenges and ethical decisions and ethical dilemmas and moral conflict and all of the things that are going on right now with the pandemic and social distancing and social isolation, um, wise mind is going to be called on a lot and it is going to be tiring, which means we need to find a place to ground. We need to make sure that we give ourselves a break. We need to be sure that we check on our teammates. We need to be sure that we have realistic expectations of ourselves. And in that regard, I just listened to Brene Brown's, God bless her, Unlocking Us podcast. And it was on FFTs, which stands for effing first times and I encourage you to listen to it and it rang true to me in this situation so clearly because 
24 years in, I have had a lot of first times in the last two weeks. We have a list of core values on our wall in our practice. And they say things like respect and dedication and trust and integrity, passion, compassion, relationships, responsibility. And practicing veterinary medicine from with clients waiting outside in parking lots and us not having the materials and the um, supplies that we normally have and having to turn people away that normally you would be able to see and service and service them well um, does not feel good. It does not feel like you... Um, are able to stick to those values on the wall. Wise Mind says that actually this is the time when those values on the wall are the most important. Because if you have those core values and those relationships built on those core values, then hopefully your clients will understand and hopefully you can understand yourself and you can make decisions based on those core values. You can go back to them and you can use them as your compass. You can use them to give you direction when you're having trouble deciding what to do or how to do it or what to say or getting to sleep at night or making plans for your patients and your clients and your teammates. My first time that I had to not do a euthanasia in a house because of it not being safe to go into that house for myself and my team member because of social distancing and social isolation and all of the requirements around the public health of COVID-19. An owner had to give me their pet rather than stay with it at their house. That was their choice. We could have done it several different ways. However, that was a first for me. Not being able to carry out a euthanasia with an owner present when they wanted to be. I relied on the trust that I have for that client and I believe that they relied on the trust that they had in me that we have built over the years. And so my hope is that everyone will be working from what has been built and everyone will show up 
intentionally being their best selves and everyone will lean into kindness and patience and caring and respect and honesty and lean in, like lean in hard because it sounds simple, but it's not easy. That is what I think we all need to do at this point. And that is small. That is every small little interaction, every small little word you tell yourself, every small little thing that you say to yourself, every interaction that you have with clients and friends and family. And it's big. Because doing that and living that way and having to do that in order to stay sane and emotionally well is big. And the world needs big right now. The world needs us to be strong and resilient and courageous and to make intentional choices based on our values and our strengths. So I hope that that's what I have helped you be able to do today. Small steps. If you can accomplish one or both of those things and see how they feel and see if they work for you, maybe they will, maybe they won't. I don't know. I know that they work for me. And they make it a little easier to be authentic and be a veterinarian in today's world. Thank you and stay safe.